Max, we're going to have to travel into Idaho just a little bit. No. Why not? Because the people paid you to do podcasts about Oregon. You are Oregon podcast company. You do podcasts about Oregon. You're not allowed to go into Idaho. Well, I think we have to for a few minutes. I would like to go back and check All right. that, that alternate route. Just to satisfy Max. I think we should go through Idaho, not the Bumpy Road. Two, take four. We're going to load all of us into the car and drive to the far southeastern corner of the state. It's like a bad remake of National Lampoon's Family Vacation, but in Oregon and with two daddies. And you are gonna help us get there. What are you doing, Doug? Changing a goddamn flat at French Glen Hotel. It's a beautiful spot. We it came is. down, came down the hill into French Glen. I thought something felt a little funny. Doug thought the car was driving a little wonky. Got a flat. We discovered, much to our surprise, that the element has a spare. And we'll drag my kids to all the historical sites and all the shitty historical societies along the way to photograph their dioramas. If there's a state heritage marker, we are stopping and recording. Always read the plaque. Then, sheep were introduced and Jordan Valley gained recognition as a great sheep center. To tend the developing flocks, Basques were imported. During the first decade of this century, they arrived in large numbers and Jordan Valley took the name Home of the Basques. The sheep, which once covered the hills in numbers up to 150,000, are just about all gone. So here we are, Andy. We're about, I don't know, half hour, 45 minutes from the furthest southeast in the state that we shall go on our trip. Uh, any thoughts? It's beautiful. There's a lot of sagebrush. Quite lovely. Undead I, stuff. Undead stuff. It seems very, very hot, too, I imagine. Yes. And it's like 10 in the morning. Yes. It depends. I don't know. Are we mountain or Pacific here? Fuck if I know. I have no idea. thing that blows me away is just being in supposedly one of the most isolated spots in the continental United States and it did feel like it I mean there were maybe like three cars that passed us yes. when we were on the desert 
um, and then just Joe to bullshit with, which was awesome. And I mean, here, you know, making coffee, I'm worried about waking people up, even though I'm next to the fucking the highway. I don't know why it's politeness to its core. Somehow. Because you are a good person. Well, I take that back. You are associated with good people <laughs> and therefore have good role models as to how to quietly behave in a public place. everywhere in this state. If you go somewhere, you'll hear a morning dove. So I fucking, um, you know, I was looking for the, the flag for the trip. Oregon State flag, and I didn't know if I was going to have time to go to Elmer's before we headed out of town in Portland, so I, you know, googled flags and shit in Pendleton, and found a flag and banner store in Pendleton, and I called up and I said, hey, I'm going to be there on Monday, can I pick up an Oregon State flag? Dude said, we don't carry those, those are a specialty item. State flag in fucking Pendleton. It's not like I don't. I don't fucking sound like it's fucking princess. You know, right? It was a
Welcome to Hopsing's Laundry. Welcome to your first official tunnel. Welcome to our opium den. If you look to the right hand side of the room, you will see. All right, welcome to the entrance to Stella Darby's living quarters. The men that made those 32 steps to heaven had to come directly to this door because she not only ran a bordello, she also ran a night cleaning business that cleaned other businesses after hours and had a hotel in the back of this business and had one official border in here at all times to keep it open as a hotel. She was also very well known for her generosity with charities, functions, and organizations in town. So the men had to come to her to state their business. Now she was a very busy girl and oftentimes could not greet the men herself. So or herself. So she trained her pet parrot Polly to greet anyone who by saying, come on in boys. <laughs> you know you don't quite buy that Polly shit, do you? No. that rubber chickens have so many feathers. <laughs> what will we put these s'mores on? I mean, there's just no fucking trees. Yeah. There are no branches. How do you make a s'more without a branch? I love that the onions in our fire are making it smell like onion fire. <laughs> mm. Rainfly steak. Are they metal? No. No, they're plastic. We could use the plastic steak. <laughs> yeah, we don't have bananas. We can make banana boats. Yeah. Those are superior to s'mores anyway. What's a banana boat? Take a banana, 
you open up one of the panels, you eat out a little channel, and you put chocolate and marshmallows and sometimes peanut butter inside. You close the panel back up, you wrap it in foil, and you put it in the campfire. Done. Or you can do orange cakes. You cut a little circle on top of the orange and then eat some of the orange out and then put uh, cake batter inside. So again, describe why you've chosen this particular spot for your tent. Well, it's by, a few reasons are, it's by the creek. And um, so if I want to, so if I want to wash anything off, like this, it's also, um, if I feel sick, it's the, I can scramble out. <laughs> And I'll be puking downhill. So and it all washes away. That's the idea. So all right. So Douglas, yes. what's the key to good camp cooking? The key to good camp cooking, I think, is hungry campers. Okay. That's one of the things that I really appreciate when I'm camp cooking. Um, I think, you know, making things as direct from raw ingredients is, is reasonable, is another good trait of a good camp cook, but then again, uh, nothing beats a can of pork and beans. So there's kind of that fine balance uh, between the two. But yeah, you know, ease on the cook is good. I always prefer fewer pot meals, uh, which is why tonight's foil dinner, as you call it, or as I heard it called at uh, Camp Westwind, the hobo dinner. Ah. is actually one of my favorites. Uh, it's right up there with burrito night and camping. So um, we're cutting some onions, some peppers, uh, shallots, you can get some mushrooms, some sausages. And uh, everybody's gonna form a little line and come on through and select what they want and put in their foil pack.
So you were talking about something that you found at your campsite earlier, Andy. Oh, yeah, I went to pitch my tent, uh, and I found that I've pitched my tent next to a, a small cache of bones. Okay, we're going to redo that. You're going to say, and I was hoping that it wasn't the wild man. I'm going to go with that. Oh, so you're, okay, so you're. We're going to replicate that conversation. Our, our conversation. Dude! <laughs> no, not, but not. <laughs> so I'm sorry, what was the question? <laughs> find anything unique when you set up your tent why yes i did you're overacting it it's audio yeah exactly it's like you gave me like the game show question <laughs> it's what is it that's next to your tent so how was it setting up your tent here in the desert <laughs> along the Oahe river well i went i went for the the one person tent for no reason other than that, you know, I felt like a change of pace. And as I was finishing setting it up, I noticed that there was a pile of bones next to my tent. And uh, I'm hoping that there isn't some Rome wild man, and that's his secret bone cache. And he's going to come and, you know, dismember some poor child that he's stolen during the night. And then, of course, local legend has it that he is the the Rome Bigfoot, but the that's Rome, not the, the case. The Rome Bigfoot, yeah, he's 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 just an old Basque fellow who's <laughs> really gone bad. fucking hairy. <laughs> yes, who's gone bad. Got a little too much of the Spanish Basques in him, and it's just driven him over the edge. to Joe White Buffalo's house and you could have seen the crazy winter wonderland. Oh, I feel a little black weasel. There's a black weasel? Yep. Like a fucking water rat, right? Can we get that on record? Yeah. Yes! It's a weasel! Hell yeah. Weasels hate weasels. <laughs> so we just spotted like a river otter or something like that across the river. So now Max is going to scare it out of this little clump, clump of roots that we just found. Because it had no little clump of roots, so we're going to scare it out. I can hear it gnashing its teeth right now, getting ready to leap up and just tear his face off. I have sent my own son into harm's way. He's approaching cautiously. It's like the size of his chipmunk, just for reference. His hood is up for protection in case it goes for his ears. Flush <laughs> it out, Max. <laughs> 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 
kind of looks like you're kicking. Keep going. Do you see the little tunnel it's, in it's there? It's probably like half a mile away by now. <laughs> you see its terrifying blood-coated jaws? Okay. It's honey better. That was cool, though. We should keep an eye on the river as the sun goes down. There'll be more of that. <gasps> Max is behind you! <laughs> now, swimming in the Oahe, where I swam at least, it was a little bit fucking skanky, dude. I, I think a turd passed me. A cow turd? No, like, <laughs> oh, it, what, what it looked like was the floater that Max left when, when we Hotel were, Hotel no, when we, that was in Pendleton. Oh. <laughs> I think Max's Pendleton floater has caught up to him. <laughs> but it caught up to you. But it caught up to me. Well, we were in the river at the same time. Uh, so the beer selection in Ontario was a bit limited. Life in the hot springs. I think Nuffle's already in the podcast. No, not the song. Oh, the there's going to be a whole episode one. just the wisdom of Max. Like, it's going to be like 20 minutes of highlights. All the stuff that he's done that he didn't think he was recording. I like fancy. I just expected that you're recording everything. I think that's wise. I walk up to the coma stall. I don't remember. Uh, I'm here to buy some rap sickles. Oh, rap sickles. Rap sickles. Oregon historical. What's that? How is the site Oregon historical? You're the history dude. I just do funny voices. <laughs> not my job. No, 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 I am curious though. Here is George. What people's favorite spots so far have been? Um, my favorite so far has been Should we come back to you? No, thank you. Okay. Need much more time to think. <laughs> How about you, Molly? What's your favorite spot? I'm not sure. Douglas? I like here the most. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, well, I've got a little snippets. I really like here. Yeah. Um, I really liked when it was cool on the Oahu. But I really like Pendleton too. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Max, you, about, you have a tan line. And how about you, Andy? What has been your favorite part so far? I really liked the tour. Yeah. Today. Yeah. yeah. That was that was like. Oh yeah, the tour was cool. Please. Yeah. But I think my the thing I liked the the most was um, cornucopia. Yeah. Yeah. I could have I could oh, have yeah, just I could have explored that stuff yeah. all day. Yeah. Long. Oh yeah. And another day too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I could I could go back there and have another adventure. I really like the uh, mummified rat hanging from a nail. Remember, kids, don't eat ass cream. Blah, 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 blah. Check it out, dude. Authorized personnel only. Hard hat area. I we're, think we're I think fucking breaking so many laws. We're historians. We are authorized. Yeah. If this is kick-ass Oregon history, we could give up. We're going to break the law, Max. She said the leaning grave. Yeah, I don't know about going inside the leaning building. <laughs> What's that? I'd like to think that we are in the Friedman style right now. Well, what we need to do is, like, go from town to town and sell our book from the back of our car. Yeah. Cornucopia Township land and buildings are all private property. No shooting allowed, no trespassing without permission. Baker County Sheriff. They are not fucking around at Cornucopia. We got permission. She, Mary, or whatever her name is. She doesn't work for your GE. Shut up. <laughs> Plausible deniability, dude. Plausible deniability. Walked up the road a little further. There was a no trespassing sign on a gate. Ironic that I, who once fought trespassers at Camp Damani, am now blatantly trespassing. But there's an aluminum sided building with rail tracks leading into it, and they lead out of a tunnel. And it's the same tunnel that's in the postcard. And there are some there there are some large animals in the woods that I can hear near here. And this is where they used to get the water. There's a creek 
flowing out of this tunnel. And the tunnel has collapsed. Doug has crawled inside and is now stuck. I'm going to proceed to dig him out. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to my uh, club sandwich. You should have ordered chicken. I think so? Yeah, you should have ordered chicken strips and fries this way. Everybody else ordered. I, I have no idea what just happened. You just won 40. Sweet. That's 40 cents. Oh. Can I try? Yeah, you go. It's all of our credits. You better win. Oh. That right there is my whole experience with gambling. Deep. As I put money in a machine, and that's it. on the road again. That's not everybody. <laughs> That's Douglas. Max, you sing it. No. Okay. On the road again. Nothing Nothing beats me on the road again. Boom, ba doom, doom. Nothing beats me on the road again. Boom, 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 boom. Nothing beats me on the road again, my friend. And it just can't wait to be on the road again. Boom, boom, boom. Audio gold. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. The life I love is making music with my friends. And I can't wait to get on the road again. Thank on you for listening, again. Ass Kickers. And be on the lookout for future podcasts from ORHistory.com. We hope that you agree that this episode featured some kick-ass Oregon history. Today's podcast was written, recorded, edited, and produced by Doug Kank Crispin and Andy Lindbergh. Citations are available on request. Kick-Ass Oregon History is on Twitter at Oregon underscore history. We're also on the Facebook. The email address is OregonHistorian at gmail.com. Want more kick-ass Oregon history in your life? Learn more at orhistory.com. Just don't get too close to Mr. Kank Crispin, or he'll lock you in the car for 10 days with his children. You stay historic, Oregon, and kick ass. One, two, three. Greg Applegate. Your Stero Roasters.
Tori Zanzalori. Bill Lanchester. Tony Tanzai. Austin Hunt. Marilyn Lindbergh. Alex Ward. Eric White. Doug Hound. Alloway. Joshua Fisher. Jim Corville. Roman Mars. Emily Ross John Ross Johnson. Dan Zalka. Don Chiselson. <laughs> Lizzie Katzen. Beverly Schoonover. Jim Keys. Brock Didis. Allison Carter. Tristan Levins. Dallying Daly. Robert Crispin. Carol Foster. John Adyler. Louis Salloway. Rebecca Woodsmith. Heather Gogan. John Quill Lee Master. Peter Lindbergh. Mike Vogel. Dave Lindbergh. Gary Lindbergh. William Reagan. Tammy Parr. Todd Dixon. Heather Arnett Anderson. Peter Archer. Thaddeus Cox. Is that really it? Where's Mike motherfucking Wyatt? <laughs> and Mike motherfucking Wyatt. ORhistory.com